Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... I'm Will Pelagic. We were having fun during the break, still talking about Barracudas and how Fiddy did not know what they were. And then so it really was a missed opportunity by me. I asked the question, what did you think Hart was referring to every time that you would? Because you like Hart. I've heard you say this before. You like the song Barracuda quite a bit. And so you just didn't know what they were singing about. Yeah, no, Magic Man was the song that turned me on to classic rock. Okay. So it, wasn't, it wasn't Barracuda, but I also love Barracuda. Right. And so you were just, you just didn't know what it was. You just were singing it. I was out there fishing for answers. I know. And you never found one, but now we gave one to you. <laughs> and it's Barracuda. It's a fish. It is indeed a fish and a pretty scary one at that. 704-570-9610. Feel free to share your thoughts and comments on the Garage Door Guru text line. We'll now go to the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Willie P joins us, voice of Charlotte FC a voice you hear all the time here on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Willie, before we go to some Charlotte FC conversation, I know you were also at the Scott Fitterer press conference. Before all of that, I do want to know, is there anything that comes to mind when I ask you what your scariest encounter ever was with an animal? Is there something that comes to mind where it was the most scared you've ever been with an animal encounter? Before I address that, mm-hmm. you basically have delineated the generational gap that exists between Josh Marlowe and the rest of humanity because anybody who was of a certain age would definitely know about the Barracudas because of the show Legends of the Hidden Temple and the Blue Barracudas right. is part of that show. That's right. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know how. Uh, I don't know how Josh lives with himself, having not known what a Blue Barracuda was. But uh, I digress. My scariest uh, animal encounter. Uh, there was definitely a gator on. Uh, <laughs> On a, on a golf trip uh, that uh, my father and I were at in Hilton Head, and uh, let's just say uh, I had to putt within uh, pretty close proximity from said gator, <laughs> and uh, let's just let's just say I did not think to putt. There's a lot of gators and snakes on the text line. Those seem to be the most common encounters of just how scared people were. A little too common for them to be that dangerous out there. I, so I'm glad I, you I, survived, Willie. I, I had a, I had a cool. Uh, interaction with an animal when i was a kid i got to hold uh, a, co- a baby koala on uh, on like my shoulders like piggyback that wasn't scary at all that was actually pretty cool do they smell like everyone says they do oh yeah oh yeah figured they did and it's i did not expect all, them to smell like all, that but everybody that, says all, it. all that eucalyptus can't uh, all the eucalyptus in the world can't uh, can't help the uh, the koala smell <laughs> all right now we know now we know about the koalas and their smell willie p before we get to the charlotte fc conversation let's ask you what happened with scott fitter over there at bank of america stadium today what were some of the main takeaways yeah, I didn't. I didn't mean to uh, to dodge the Fitterer conversation, but uh, I think the biggest thing we found out is that they at least are telling the public that they have not made a decision yet, and they've kept everything somewhat uh, under wraps. And I think part of the reason they're doing that is by design because they are welcoming in C.J. Stroud and Will Levis into their building today. So 
the last thing they want to do is feel like they tipped their hand. I think the most revealing thing that Scott Fitterer said is that they are convicted in making the pick. And I think that's they think the most important thing is that there had been some talk about them possibly trying to recoup some draft capital, moving down to either two or three because of how happy they were with the quartet of quarterbacks. But now it seems to me that they at least have their decision in mind of wanting to at least make that pick. And so that's why I think a lot of the people have turned towards Bryce Young being that pick. And the majority of the questions today were about Bryce Young. So I don't think anybody around kind of has any uh, disillusions about where exactly they're going. But at least openly, they have uh, still kept the mirage uh, somewhat active. Willie P, Charlotte FC gets the draw. Very disappointing. What do you feel like that that has done for the confidence of this team being how it happened? Well, again, it's an, it's an isolated moment in a game where I feel like Charlotte FC showed a lot of resolve in coming back. Uh, the conceding of the first goal was, was not necessarily a good thing because it came off a counter, and it's something that, once again, unfortunately exposed Charlotte FC's weaknesses defensively. But, like I said, they showed a lot of resolve to get themselves back into the game with a pair of goals in the 62nd and 65th minutes. And so, at that point, Christian Latanzio decides to make a couple of substitutions that are more defensive-minded. The unfortunate part about that is that he was kind of handicapped because one of his best defenders got injured on a play that uh, Justin and I talked about in the broadcast probably should have resulted in a player for Colorado picking up a second yellow card and being sent off and having them down to 10 men. And if that happens, it's a much different finish to that match than, uh, than what we saw. But uh, it is unfortunate, and it also is not necessarily emblematic of the way that George Marks has played. George has played fantastic goalkeeper uh, in his time with Charlotte FC. has not had the results to show for it, aside from the one win and one draw previous. But it is an unfortunate error. I also don't think that enough uh, enough people were talking about the fact that you know the fact that the the player got space behind is an indictment on on where they were defending wise so that part also is hard to uh, to swallow from charlotte's perspective but uh we always like to say that one is better than none although uh that particular draw did not necessarily feel like points earned it felt like points lost and then what is the most central thing that you think is is hurting this team right now and why they can't collect more wins uh it kind of goes back to what we talked about last week it's a combination of of defensive errors uh, that are isolated in games that don't necessarily come, you know, in the, in the run of play. And the other part of it too, is just their chance creation has to continue to take a step up. I think they struggled to create chances in the opening half of play. They made a couple of adjustments at halftime and those chances finally were able to come, but neither team had a shot on target until the first goal of the game in the 54th minute. So you had a lot of, I think high, I would, I would say a high degree of difficulty chances uh, to try and convert uh, in the early portion of the match. But Charlotte FC for the game, I think only had three shots on target and two of them were in the back of the net. So biggest, biggest problems right now for Charlotte FC is they got to get more shots on frame and, and the ones that they, they take on frame, they have to limit those opportunities. And unfortunately those have been kind of two of the errors you look at and say they've been a common thread in their eight games to date. Willie, how much pressure is on Christian Latanzio right now? I think a ton. I, I think there are a lot of people in the fan base that uh, feel like this team should be doing better to start the season. Now, granted, you know, six points in eight games is not awful, but it's, it's nowhere near the top of the table. And I'm not saying that this team uh, was expected to be at the top of the table, but I think you always felt like 
they'd be in the mix. Uh, they're still in that mix, and I think the table has actually done some favorable things to them. So I think that's part of the reason why maybe the, the pressure has turned up. This is a particularly critical stretch for Charlotte FC in a number of facets because you have the game this weekend against Columbus. You've got a U.S. Open Cup tie middle of the week against South Georgia Tormenta. So I don't think that you know there's a situation that's anything brewing in terms of any danger about Christian Latanzo's job because I think any decision that took place involving that would have to wait until after the U.S. Open Cup tie because of how, how much in proximity would be uh, coming up after uh, Columbus. So from that aspect, I don't think he's in danger at this point, but I also feel like there is a, uh, an appetite to see more than what we've seen over the course of the first eight contests. So I do feel like this result uh, last weekend, combined with what is going to be taking place, not just this upcoming weekend, but next weekend after that, these are critical, critical games. The next two or three tests in all comps, Saturday against Columbus, Tuesday uh, in the U.S. Open Cup against South Georgia Tormenta, and then a week from from, uh, from Saturday against DC United. We'll know a lot more kind of about uh, the 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 next portion of Charlotte FC season by how they play in these three matches. All right, let's hear from Willie Positive for a moment. Let's get Positive to end the interview. What is something that you would say has been the biggest bright spot this season, despite a lot of the losing that's taken place? I think the two wingers. I think Karen Vargas and Camille Yozviak have really unlocked something, and I think those are both players that we expected to see massive jumps from. Uh, Yozviak got a lot of flack from fans about his designated player uh, uh, designation, if you will, and, and as a result, that has a bit of expectation that's put on his back, and he has very much responded. He's gotten two goals. He's also had a couple of assists as well in games, and I really love Kerwin Vargas. The goal that he scored to tie the game on Saturday uh, was a massive and awesome individual effort, and there are few players in this league and even on this team that can create that kind of individual effort. I refer to it on the broadcast as sauce, and that was about as saucy of a finish as we've seen a Charlotte FC player make in the 30 or 42 game history of this team. So as a result, I do feel like you're getting a lot out of those two players. I think Carol Spiderski uh, being able to get the, the service, the USB act and also the goal last week has made him come up on the come. We just now see, need to see it out of the rest of the team. You need to see more out of Enzo Capetti. You got to see more out of the midfield in terms of those, uh, those disruptive natured contests and also more from the fullbacks as well, because, I think if Charlotte FC has any problem right now, it's that you're relying on a lot of the same guys and that the wealth has not been spread the way that it was, say, a year ago. Saucy interview from our very own Willie P joining us here on the Body Works Plus guest hotline, the voice of Charlotte FC, someone you can hear quite frequently here on these airwaves. Willie, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks again. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks, Willie Thank P. You.